0: Welcome to Just Drifting. I'm Dave Sento. and on the other line is my best friend Danny Lemon. That was a lame introduction, but
1: that's what we got. It was it was heartfelt, though. You remember that show, Low Winter Sun? That, that yeah. was like a thing for like a few minutes that they would put on after Breaking Bad. Yeah, I've never yeah. watched it. I've never seen it. But ever. I'm really get I'm really getting hit with some Low Winter Sun right now where I'm sitting. Oh. <laughs> um, but I'm just going to deal with it. So okay, I didn't you know, think that was I'm, where
0: that was going, but okay. <laughs> I'm
1: fighting. I'm fighting the elements over here. Is it not still fall? When does winter start? I don't know. You can just kind of tell the difference in the sun. It's like a little like whiter. <laughs> this is the second time you've mentioned
0: the difference in the sun this morning.
1: I have, I have lots of thoughts on small <laughs> things like this. sun's a we big can thing. get into it it's like the biggest thing yeah it's not but next I'm... time I'm just drifting minutia <laughs> Next time I'm just drifting the sizes of things <laughs> <laughs> man coasters that are too small
0: I would be more concerned about like cup holders that are too small. I like big water bottles sometimes in my car and they don't fit anywhere. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, we haven't had an episode in a little while, but we're back at it here. Um, We've got a couple things we want to talk about today, including a movie and a controversy.
1: Are you excited? I'm thrilled. I don't. I don't know if I'm as uh, heat check ready as you are. Well, I'm...
0: I I got a lot of my release last night over this controversy cuz I was very upset for a short period of time at some of my friends takes on the situation <laughs> and I, you right. called me and I yeah. got I I got a little bit of the pressure released because of that. It was yeah. it was something let's, that
1: let's... Let's start there. So if you are not from the Mid-Hudson Valley or you don't get the paper in the metro stations they give out in D.C., you may not know that the Maris mascot has changed his name. Or, well, he didn't change it. I don't think he made the decision, but maybe he did. Who knows? Um, That's the the real controversy here, is that he has... (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. He has no let's option. Let's talk about mascot. Case. Let's talk about mascot rights. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. The I'm not sure I'd give mascot rights if it was his choice to change his name to Frankie. But the bigger, uh, bigger story is taking away changing the name of Shooter to anything else. Yeah. Due to what I don't know. Was there any sort of like official thing, or it's just you know. There was In wasn't o- response to there being a mass shooting every other week.
0: There was, so there was a statement that was, well, not an official statement by the school that was made, but I read an article by the C journal. So shooter, the Fox has been Marist mascot since like 1979. Some guy was like, Hey, we should have a mascot. And then like, he was the mascot for the next four years. <laughs> and, uh, it's like, obviously it's just like any other school mascot. his uh, name shooter after the act of shooting a basketball, um, because Maris doesn't play any other sports, essentially. Don't tell the football team I said that. Um, But, so, uh, recently, obviously, if you're listening to this, in the year 2040, hopefully it's stopped by now, but, like, there's been a ton of mass shootings lately. Every other week, it almost seems like there's a mass shooting, and uh, recently, after, um, I think it was the one in uh Sutherland Springs Texas uh the athletic coordinator or whoever's in charge of who names the mascot said that he was watching the news and they hadn't figured out who the shooter was and they kept saying the shooter the shooter the shooter and well yeah it connected with him is what he said like that it finally kind of just opened up his eyes and he was like oh this isn't right we should change the mascot name is is the, yeah. the story that I read in the
1: <laughs> glowing piece of journalism that is the Poughkeepsie Journal. As our professor so lovingly refers to as the Poughkeepsie Urinal, former professor, I yeah. should say. We are no longer in college. But, yeah, the, I mean, and one of the things, too, with those, every time those things are being reported, there's always, you know, do we name the person or not? So a lot of the time they intentionally don't name him, and they will just say the shooter, right? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, now yeah go ahead to talk a little bit from the other side because i think i mostly agree with you but like shooter is a pretty innocuous name in a vacuum right i think it's a pretty good mascot name to be honest there are a lot of terrible mascot names and shooter the fox is really i would say like a eight out of ten frankie the fox is like a four out of ten
0: you're Um, wow that's it's a high score for Frankie, in my opinion. Actually, I, <laughs> I, got, I had a little bit more respect for the name Frankie once I realized that it was, um, it, it, supposedly, it's an homage to Franklin Roosevelt, who was in the Hudson Valley, like obviously uh, lived there. So
1: that was the intention. That makes a little more sense. I thought it was uh, after Frank Kaminsky, you know, <laughs> even though he plays for Charlotte and went to Wisconsin. Um,
0: it, yeah. So. But- but then there's sometimes where you're like, if you have to explain the reference, does the reference have as as any impact at all? Maybe not. I don't know. So yeah.
1: yeah. Anyway, I think I gave it a little bit of a higher rating because I have a team member named Frankie at Target. That's a great great guy. Shouts really to Frankie. Worker. Shouts to Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: yeah, I agree. Shooter is a pretty good mascot name as a mascot name. The argument here is that. My argument so all this is this is where I'm coming from it at is that all my friends in our group message spent all day like shitting on this decision and finally I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take the unpopular opinion here. It was a smart move for them to change this mascot name. Like it's bad marketing. It's just bad branding to have your mascot be the same name that's being blasted on the news every other week in relation to mass shootings. Like, it's just bad. (laughs) Like, you turn on any news channel, and whenever one of these things happens, it's wall-to-wall coverage about the shooter, the shooter, the shooter, the shooter. Like, you're just putting in people's minds an image of terror and, like, negativity. And tragedy It is terrible. And especially in relation to large groups of people gathering together. Like, (laughs) it's just... It's just bad marketing. I said it last night, like, if Don Draper... If you walked up to Don Draper and told him we're going to name our mascot shooter, he'd be like, you're an idiot. You should not name your mascot shooter that's going to call to mind terrible images. It's one of the most controversial and negative things that is repeated frequently today everywhere. You should not do that. And that's what really bothered me because the argument from the other side became, oh, like it's everybody's a snowflake now and we we're just trying to make people feel better and it's just a basketball term and it's like okay sure feel that way but doesn't make it better branding it's still stupid to market your team in such a way
1: yeah and i think that's kind of right in a way cuz i you know there's a bunch of different controversies having to do with sports mascots and team names, right? And I would say Shooter the Fox at small liberal arts college in the Mid-Hudson Valley Mm. is like very much to the non-issue side when you're talking about like the Washington Redskins or the, you know, Chief Wahoo on the Cleveland Indians logo, right? Yeah. So it's almost like one of those things where when I heard the news, i was I had two thoughts, I was like, Oh, that kind of makes sense that they would do that, and also, like, were people actually worried about this?
0: so That's, yeah,
1: I think that might kind of be a little bit of where the reaction's coming from,
0: yeah, it's people I think what I think there's two two things one, which is semi legitimate, but if people would just take a minute to think about things instead of freaking out about them as soon as they hear them then this wouldn't be a problem but one thing i think is that people assume that this happened because people were complaining and they hate people that complain about these things they hate people that get upset about political correctness and they think why are you pandering to these people that are mad about political correctness but if you read it it's one guy that felt that this like he said he'd gotten complaints before, didn't think it was a big deal, and then it got to the point where he hit a breaking point and said, "You know what? These this is a negative image I don't want this associated with my basketball team." <laughs> yeah. Mind blown, right? Like it wasn't it wasn't they were pandering to these liberal like snowflakes. It was that this one guy just said, "You know what? This this isn't right anymore. It's gone too far." And Yeah, that's a good point. And then the other thing is that like I feel that people Get it gets so personal, and it's a political thing. It gets so political. Everything immediately jumps to political nowadays, and I feel like some people. One of our friends, being one of them, who's not going to listen to this anyway, so I don't even really feel that bad about saying it. But I won't say his name. We could but we I, could have
1: them on if we if, if we if we need to for a follow up.
0: Yeah, I I know you know who you are if you're hearing this. If you want to let us know, um. Feels personally attacked by it in some way. I think like it feels like oh I'm a Trump supporter and these guys are just mad at us and like they're doing this for to get back at us. Like Ugh, and it gets them so riled up and angry. Like and it feels like a lot of like the trolling on the internet comes from that place too. Like this is an attack on me. This is this is the yeah. this is the liberal elite just trying to be high and mighty above me when I'm just a normal everyday common sense human being. And I don't know. I I could be caricaturing people too and I hope that I'm not to the extent that I feel like other people are doing it back to to me in this situation, but that's where I, that's where my headspace is at when I'm having this argument.
1: Well, at the rate that all of this information comes in nowadays and the way that, you know, we live in the internet age and with meme culture, everything is sort of like supercharged and there is always, it almost seems like there has to be these immediate hot take reactions. If you want to have a take at all on something, because if not, you're going to miss the moment. And it's like, we're living in that episode of to let Let's just go all mad men references in this uh, episode of the pod, that episode where they get like the B12 shots from that doctor. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think that plays a large factor in the way that these sort of things get played out because, you know, there is such a quick news cycle, which obviously has been talked about to death, but yeah, you know, you want to be like, I'm going to have like, this is my initial reaction to just the headline that I saw. And that's my take. And I got to get that take out there. And then once you have that take out there, it's like, all right, do I dig in with my take or do I actually like, read a little deeper into what's going on and take a closer look at this and maybe reevaluate my decision. And I think more times than not, people end up doing the, the former. Let's get that confused, but I think that's right. Yeah, no, yeah. You're, you're right. Um. Yeah. And I,
0: I think that's a good, I think that's a really good point. I think that today, it, one of the factors in it is that you just don't have time to take in all the information on anything. Like you can't, be nuanced on every topic and you're you're supposed to have a, an opinion on every topic and there's just not enough time to be able to figure out all the intricate details of uranium 1 and whether or not like somebody was complaining about the shooter costume you know it's just there's just not enough room or time room in your brain or time in your day to figure out all those things but still you're supposed yeah. to have an opinion on everything and i also I also liked your point about having to have a take on it immediately. And I think that that does, I don't know, maybe this is just me, but it does feel like you're kind of like what I was saying earlier in getting boxed into these political narratives, these political caricatures. If you... Don't form an opinion on something until NPR tells you what your opinion should be or until Fox News tells you what your opinion should be. It's almost easy to think in your own mind, am I being a sheep right now? But if you see an inflammatory headline and you make your opinion and you stick with it, then you made your own opinion, even though you're probably shaped by NPR or Fox News or whoever you're getting your news from originally yeah that could yeah
1: i i think about this a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) um i was a few weeks ago whenever the deshaun watson injury happened right yeah i was like kicking around gonna write like a blog post um before he got hurt like how it was going to be something about like you know Deshaun Watson saves the NFL season, you know. Mm-hmm. you lose Odell Beckham, Aaron Rodgers, JJ Watt, but here comes Deshaun Watson. And then <laughs> he gets hurt and it's like, oh, now I guess I could write Deshaun Watson was going to save the NFL season and it's going to be sad. Um yeah. and then literally that day or like, you know, a few hours later like um the Ringer had written a piece almost with that exact title and I was like, well, I guess I'll read this, but I can't write <laughs> this now, you know. Yeah, you can't. Um, yeah. You can't repeat opinions. But I was also I was also proud to be like, yeah, see, got it. <laughs> that is awesome. I knew that was a good one. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I think about that a lot because I don't like to jump to a quick opinion, and I oftentimes find myself trying to immediately think of the whatever the opposite side of the, you know, whatever is being pushed. I try to think of that opposite side, you know, just and I end up kind of being like, well, you could think this or think this without really having my own opinion. Uh-oh. Yeah. I think, I think playing devil's advocate is Which a, isn't Which isn't, isn't great, but...
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's at the very least a good exercise. Being able to put yourself in other yeah, people's yeah, shoes yeah, yeah. is something that we don't do as a society very often anymore. It doesn't feel like, and it's, it's helpful to... Yeah.
1: I think me not being able to grasp onto an opinion on some things, though, is neutral at best um <laughs> that's true i mean yeah you should
0: have opinions on some things from the, but i i don't think it's a
1: bad tactic to at least start with yeah all right well to frankie i guess they should have. they could have named him uh we should have campaigned harder the fox that we have here uh our christmas fox we bought at target last year is named ferguson and we could have done a campaign around our uh our other good buddy here for fox ferg the fox i like it <laughs> So um, we're yeah. going to talk about our next controversy
0: here. Blake Shelton was named people's sexiest man alive. Your take, Danny? Hot take. Quick take. Go.
1: A little little round to be named sexiest man alive if I'm thinking of the right person. That's the guy from The Voice, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He also, I I saw a bunch of tweets yesterday that um, Mike Schur put on, like, that screen caps of his tweets on Twitter. Very not a nice guy. It doesn't seem like Blake sure, no, no. Um, Blake Shelton. Oh, okay. Like, like he tweeted, like, "Oh, the sexiest man alive." Well, great.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's kind of, kind of a dick. Yeah, yeah. Some, some. Mike sure, homo- Mike sure came, Mike sure came in second.
0: Yeah, he's he's pissed. <laughs> he he photoshopped some screenshots, uh, of some some light homophobia.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, what we were well, actually going to talk like, about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were actually going to talk about the real sexiest man alive. Um, (laughs) So, you recently saw the new Thor movie, and so did I. And this is the first time we've seen the same movie in a while. So, we could talk about that for a minute at least.
1: At the very least. At the very least. Um, My first thing that comes to mind is Jeff Goldblum was fantastic. As as usual, he was. I agree. He cracked me up. He was hilarious. His whole character was very funny, like he would the whole that world was a great little world that they built there um what was it called What was it called do you remember sir something with a sea um, uh, yeah it like too. the 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 garbage world and it was it was everything you'd hoped it would be from that um I was a little
0: worried when they first got put into the garbage when he first like landed in the garbage world because I was a little worried that it was not going to be able to bridge the gap between where they were and where they were going to end up based on the trailers. Like knowing mm-hmm. that he was going to be in this arena and like fighting, I was like, "What? how is he about to get there? And then it like kind of made sense because it was all in the same thing. And that's how they like found people to pull into the arena. So like it all made sense. But at first I was like, this is about to be a real patchwork to get where
1: we are to where we need to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And having the, the The girl, should look up the actress's name. Um, having her be like a former whatever the, the Valkyrie, uh, Tessa that Thompson was a cool little, is her name. What is it, Tessa? Tessa Thompson. Yeah, great alliteration um, she's got going there. Yeah, like Frankie the Fox. Yeah, like and, Frankie Fox. But overall, I really liked it. This is also of note. This is the only Thor movie I've seen. <laughs> I haven't seen any of the other ones. Oh, that Have is you? interesting. I was going to ask that. Yeah, so.
0: Um, I, I went beforehand, like the weekend before I decided to go, I watched both of the first, the originals, and I had never seen them before. And I'd heard that they were pretty good. They ended up being okay. They weren't like amazing. What hap- I, what my plan had originally been, I'm going to watch the first Thor movie just so I can kind of know what's going on with just the whole world. And then, mm-hmm. and then I was going to go that night to see the new one and right. i watched the first thor movie and i was like you know what i kind of want to see the second one now so i ended up watching the second mm. one and then it was too late to go see the third one so then i ended up watching the <laughs> third one the next weekend anyway nice. long story short i did see them uh what did you think coming into it without having seen the first two did you find yourself at a loss at some points or was it pretty easy to follow because you've seen like the avengers and all the other marvel movies essentially yeah
1: right? Yeah, I've seen most of... I've seen the first Avengers. I didn't see Ultron, which I think was a little bit of a thing where it's like, I guess oh. that's how Hulk ended up Yeah, there. you were missing um, a lot of a
0: lot of the backstory, huh?
1: Yeah, but it wasn't like that jarring. I, I guess I would have like... Like people reacted when they saw Idris Elba and I was like, oh, I guess he was in the other ones. And I was just like, that's cool though. He, I get that he's like Thor's buddy or something, right?
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, he was the guy that, like, he basically was the guy that would stand by that, um, that portal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, decide whether or not people could come in or out. And he, he can, like, see everything at all times, obviously, you could tell from the the
1: movie. Right. So, yeah, without seeing him, I still thought it was a great, like, really fun ride. The interesting thing is, it's, like, I think the reason, one of the reasons there's a bunch of reasons one of the reasons the whole you know marvel the mcu is so successful in you know today when it's so tough to get people to the movies right Mm -hmm. um is that they've and this has probably been said too but they what they've basically created is this giant budget tv show that's played in the movies and people like TV better than movies now that's where the stuff is because this just felt like another episode of the Marvel movies
0: the Marvel you show
1: <laughs> yeah it yeah, ends I, up being that's... like a cool movie but it was like oh this is just like another episode you know like oh hulk's in this one um yeah and it it's that's a good point because it doesn't have I to... really liked it it was really good though but yeah
0: yeah, I agree. And it doesn't but it doesn't have to land in the same way that a, a one off movie needs to land for you to like it. Right. Because yeah. it's it's this piece of a bigger cog, or it's a cog of a bigger machine, and it's it just needs to be good enough. And then even if it's bad, you're just like, Well, the next one will probably be good and mm-hmm. it's yeah, that's interesting. I like that I like that take on that. And what do but at the same time one of the issues that I have with that fact and the way that you just put it kind of uh, like helps me grapple with my own feelings on it and makes it make more sense to me why I still enjoy it is that i find that they have to do a lot of fighting to make everything fit sometimes like and you may not have had as much of this as i did because you didn't watch the last avengers you didn't watch the last uh, you didn't watch the thor movies but it felt like they had to shoehorn a bunch into the beginning of the movie to make to get to where they wanted to be. Like, they were like, oh, we want to tell this story. And then they were like, oh, but we have to make this make sense with every all the other shit that's going on. And they had to, like, shoehorn a bunch in the beginning to make everything fit and then flow from there. In this
1: one? Yeah. Like, in... Like, the... Like, the, do you mean they had to... Like, how do they had to, like, get Loki there and then go to Earthquake and then...
0: Yes. And, like, the way they threw... And I guess we should say spoilers are coming. But the way they threw... Uh, benedict cumberbatch in there as dr strange for absolutely no reason and yeah beginning, i haven't
1: seen that either yeah
0: that movie was pretty good but there was no there was no reason at all to have him in this movie he, he just like pointed them towards what's his face like they're all they're gods they should have been able to find him easily like yeah. he's sh- yeah. loki sh- and there was nothing in the last movie about loki putting him in a in an old folks home so like they could have easily just been loki could have been like i put him in the middle of iceland let's go find him and they could have found him and then it would have been fine like <laughs> um it's true. and yeah they just wanted to do a little bit of streetwear get them in new york city for a second i guess yeah exactly which is i mean fine i guess but it was it was unnecessary and then it was all for
1: the sel- it was all for the selfie joke dave
0: yeah exactly or i mean yeah it was for the selfie joke and then to have benedict cumberbatch be there for a second
1: how about this how about this let's let's in the trailer put benedict cumberbatch in instead of the hulk because that would have been an awesome moment if i didn't know it was coming out of that yes
0: that was the (laughs) next thing i was planning on complaining about is yeah that would have been a great moment and it was such a it was so prominent in the trailers like it was the whole trailer so prominent
1: (laughs) and And it's like wow guess what would have been awesome if i didn't know about it
0: (laughs) And it was like watching it, I was cringing for the editors because I was like, these editors spent so much time taking this footage and building up the tension and making it so that it'll be this surprise. And then the trailer people were just like, fuck you. <laughs> we're taking this for the trailer. I
1: know, yeah, like, <laughs> like, like I would... It's like 20 minutes when they say like, oh, you're going to have to fight my champion.
0: Yeah. And... and he comes out and they build up the the music and it gets to be this thing. And then it's just like, nope trailer people just screwed you over and it was funny because i went with jesse and Catherine, our friends and jesse turns to me and and he goes it's about to be the hulk right and i was like yeah we've all seen the trailers and then i find out afterwards that Catherine hadn't seen any of the trailers and she was like well jesse ruined it for me (laughs) i was like oh no you (laughs) you almost had the pure experience and jesse's an idiot (laughs) yeah
1: yeah Yeah. one of the reasons i try to avoid trailers now but
0: one last thing I want to yeah. just tack on from what the what I was saying earlier about them shoehorning things and mm-hmm. you be, because you didn't see the last Thor movie, you probably didn't catch it as much, but the the Loki thing, like Loki taking over Asgard and taking the form of his father for a while, that was so that wasn't really like the way they did it It almost seemed like it was the ending to something that had been happening before. But it happens at the very end of the second movie and doesn't. There's no time spent on that plot at all. Like, there's absolutely no reason almost for it to have happened either. And it's like they set up at the end of the last movie, like, oh, Loki's gonna be in charge and we're gonna have to figure out how to, like, get rid of him or we're gonna have to figure out how thor's gonna beat him this time but then he just like walks in and just gets rid of him immediately and does the thing with the hammer and then it's like oh this nice little trick that he plays on loki and
1: but like it's so that didn't bother me as much i guess because of that but i don't know if you know it just kind of seemed like a little bit of exposition through some comedy right yeah which was it was good but it was this
0: because it was set up in the last one as oh here's this thing and like it's going to be something we're going to have to resolve in the next movie. There was abs- it was the yeah. si- it was such a simple wash your hands of it resolution that it felt a little bit
1: like a little bit cheap into the end of the last one. In my opinion, it's like that. It's like that episode of the office where they go to the dinner party at James Spader's house and Jim gets really <laughs> drunk and drives home and like hits a mailbox at the end. And you're yeah. like, Oh my God, is the next episode going to start with Jim in jail? And they like never revisit it. <laughs> that's yeah exactly like that yeah um but yeah so that but thor was really cool um it was apparently it's like in the top 10 the ringers doing like a some sort of superhero movie ranking thing um but i can't just a little little tidbit yeah i don't know check out the article or listen to the podcast they had recently and we can talk about it but let's do like five minutes here on you're the worst um Okay. Yeah, you've, so uh, well, you've got thoughts. You start. You're nearly caught up. Um, so am I. We're both. I don't know why I said you, we, but yeah, we I haven't talking. seen the, the, I think it's the finale. There might have been a two-part yeah, episode. It was a two-part um, spoilers. finale. Yeah, spoilers ahead. So what we've seen up to is the episode that ends with uh, Jimmy and Gretchen making out at the bar. And... This is probably a good place to talk about it because, you know, who we'll see how the finale resolves all this stuff. But my biggest issue is that Gretchen is a fucking idiot. And, like, I don't know, like, it's almost gone too far where I'm like, okay, are they going to resolve this in a way? Like, is this somehow related to, like, because they had so much, so much great stuff about, like, her and her depression and stuff like this leading up to this season. And I don't know if it just is all tracing back to, like, she's super fucked up from the way season three ended with Jimmy proposing to her and then leaving. But like in the latest episode where she like freaks out at like the little girl, I'm like, okay, this is, this is like too far. This is too, like what am I? I don't know. I guess the title of the show is you're the worst. And like, that was something someone who is the worst would do. But like, I don't know. What are your feelings on this? Do you, do you think, have you had any thoughts to this? uh,
0: this I, I agree. I don't know. I mean,
1: I'm very wary to like have takes like this too, because I'm like, maybe I'm missing something and I'm just going to sound like an idiot, but
0: of course. And I, I, I mean, you do sound like an idiot, but not necessarily because of, but not because (laughs) of that. Uh, no, I, I agree. When I watched that scene, I was very, I was surprised by it because like, as it was happening, it was, it was super cringy and like very, you felt for the characters and all that, but, it felt i it, yeah she seemed oblivious in a way that she hasn't necessarily seemed oblivious in the other seasons like she knows she's kind of shitty but like to to do a weird strip tease in front of a like a 7 year old like it's not like she's an idiot
1: so yeah she's not that dumb she's yeah exactly so but there's it, been moments this season where they've kind of stretched that to that distance yeah
0: and i think that you could you could show her being inappropriate with the kid and not understanding how to work with a a young child and how you're supposed to talk to a young child without having her do a strip tease. Like, yep. It, there's, yeah, there's like a million different things that you could have, like, you can, where you can be towing the line where she just, like, threw a Hail
1: Mary pass well, well over the line. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like, so you could have been like... um come back into the kitchen and they're both like drinking like she's drinking a mimosa and the girl also has like a flute of you know orange juice and he's like is she drinking a mimosa and she's like no hers is a virgin i think i don't know you know yeah something Um, like that like exactly yeah it it did bother me a little bit too I i don't know i think they've built up enough collateral that like i'm Definitely intrigued to see how they wrap this season up. And there have been some awesome moments too, right? Like, I enjoyed the ending of the episode where Gretchen goes home. Um, and that overall was a pretty strong episode, I think. Um, yeah. Zosia Mamet's great. Yeah. So, I don't know. It just has felt not quite up to the level of a show that we've both held dear to our hearts the past two or three years. I agree. I haven't been as big of
0: a fan of this season. It there you're and you're right, there are moments that were great, but overall yeah. I haven't been as huge of a fan. I guess the first we'll two s- episodes, super cool. Yeah. We'll see how it how it ends, I guess, tonight, and then I guess there's one more season, so we'll Yeah, they just announced to- that so See how they. We'll see what trajectory together. they get put on. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard when you take your whole premise and blow it up. You know, like to to rein that it back is. in and figure it out after yeah. that.
1: So we'll see what so happens. You know, respect, respect for that. And it's not. It's like that's less of a thing. It's more. It's more like they. I think they've slipped a couple times with the tone, like the strip tease scene, and it's. I don't know. They may earn it back somehow because Gretchen is such an interesting character. Yeah. Um, did, you, did you like the second reference
0: to the Duke? <laughs> yes,
1: yes, they're, it's great. Yeah, they have <laughs> so, their reference game is really, really, really strong. Okay, well,
0: let's wrap it up. I got to go to work. We'll figure some stuff out. We can talk about some other stuff a couple weeks from now. Hopefully we won't have as big of a gap as we just did. But, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well then, for just drifting, he's Dave Sento. You find him at Dave Sento on Twitter. I am Danny Lemon. You can find me at Mister Daniel Lemon on Twitter. See you next time. It's, it was uh, you know.
0: I'm always trying to come up that with something. Show. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh huh. No, what show? No, no,
1: you. Okay.